0: Welcome back to the Renewing Your Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Katie Ruga, Christian wife and mama to three. On this podcast, you will hear encouragement to daily renew your minds and pursue biblical motherhood from myself and other Christian moms. I am so excited you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Renewing Your Motherhood podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Carrie Halfley. She's been married for 18 years. She's a mama to four. Her husband has always been in ministry, in church, hospital, prison, and now college. The kids have been in public school, Christian school, and now homeschool. And Carrie is very passionate about their upbringing. Please join me in welcoming Carrie to the show. Hey, Katie. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so glad you're here. And maybe before we get started, I just have to let all of you listeners know Carrie and I actually met on Instagram. (laughs) What, probably like, has it been two years, two years ago? Oh, my goodness. It might have been last summer, maybe. Which is really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that part of social media, how um, we can find uh, sisters in Christ to connect with from for different sure. places in the country. So, yes, for um, sure. Okay, so today, Carrie and I are going to be talking about the gospel. And I just, first of all, just this is like the core of who Carrie and I are. We both are um, uh, Christian moms who. Jesus is our savior and, um, both of us desire to, um, have the gospel in our homes with our children. And so I thought it'd be really awesome to talk about the gospel with Carrie. So Carrie, my first question for you is what is the gospel?
1: Hmm. My favorite subject. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, let's keep it super simple here. The gospel is a bad news, good news situation. Um, God is holy and we are not, we are sinners and God cannot have fellowship with sinners, right? Because of that Mm -hmm. sin, because of his holiness, he cannot have fellowship with us. Mm -hmm. And so we have a dilemma, but there's good news to this dilemma. First John four, eight and 10 says, God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And so Jesus Christ took on our sin. He died receiving God's wrath for our sin. He became our substitute, our redeemer, and he had to die. Because Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. And then Jesus was resurrected, which proved that God accepted his death as full payment for our sin. So the bad news was that we can't save ourselves. We are
0: not mm-hmm. holy. And the good news is, is
1: that God made a way.
0: Oh, Carrie, thank you. And what a week to be talking about the gospel, right? Like, yes. Yeah, it's very timely. When when we release this just so the listeners know, we're talking about this um, on Holy week and right now, you know, the whole world seems to be, to be thinking and recognizing um, what Jesus did on the cross. And I love Carrie how it's, you've kept it so simple and, and you started with the, the bad news of we are sinners and you're right. Like God could not have fellowship with us. We were separated from him and, um, he wanted that. He wanted to have a relationship with us. And mm-hmm. so beautiful that he sent his only son Jesus to the cross for us. And um, thank you so much. That's that is truly the foundation of um the Christian life right there. So yeah, yep, amen. Um, okay, so after after talking about what the gospel is, um as, as you all know, like I said, we are, um, gospel centered families and mamas. So my next question is for mothers, like how, how can we share the gospel that we just talked about with our children?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So
0: one thing I think about
1: is how we have an unlimited amount of opportunity in a limited amount of days. And I think about that all the time. And if you're the listeners, like if your kids, if you have watched them grow up, right? Like if you're past that, those little years, even a little bit, you can see that there are seasons in parenting. And right now my oldest is 15 and a half and becoming a man before my Mm -hmm. eyes. And so I'm very aware that I have a limited amount of days, but in Mm -hmm. these days, there's an unlimited amount of opportunity and i could give a list of to-dos like good things like talk to your kids a lot be present try to figure them out but those are important but there really is no secret sauce other than read the gospel believe the gospel live the gospel wash and repeat they need they need to see this they need to see mm-hmm. us you know struggling And then um, God's faithfulness and forgiveness and the victory that comes from what he did on the cross. And really what we need to do, and it's so easy to not do, but we need to focus on the heart, focus Mm -hmm. on their hearts. And I just feel like I want to say in our world, but probably has always been like we can get into behavior management.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. You know? Absolutely. It's, it's easier to make, to control the behavior and discipline the behavior than it is to get to the heart.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it takes so much more work. like what is going on here? What is the root? Um, but that's what we have to get to because behavior is just the evidence of what is going on in the heart. And so if we can offer experiences for our kids to see God's character, read about him, point out his character in our lives, and help them to be faithful, loving, and gracious, so they can see what a miraculous gift it is that God has given us those things. Right? Like we can't, we can't be those things without the Holy Spirit um, working yeah. in our lives. And so, just helping them live out experiences that will point to Him is really just where we need to live our days. Just live our days, focusing on their hearts, which is focusing on eternity. And yes. we we have to be living, believing, reading the gospel over and over for that to happen.
0: Oh, I have goosebumps as you were sharing that. And I think one of the things that really struck me that you just shared was the unlimited amount of opportunities in those limited days. Is that how you worded it? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just like, you know, if this for the stay at home moms listening. Yes. They even have, they have a whole day's worth of opportunities. Right. Um, And I just want to encourage if you're a mom listening, that is not a stay at home mom. You still have, the Lord will still give you opportunities and time to pour into your children and to speak the gospel um, to your children, over your children and show them you still will have the time to do that. And it's just, being intentional at that time. And something else that I thought of Carrie, when you were sharing that and just teaching them, but not only teaching them, but showing them, like you said, like showing them what it means to, to live out the gospel. Um, it reminds me of the verse in Deuteronomy 11, 19 about teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up and the verse is, just simply saying any moment you get talk to your children about the Lord show yeah. them the Lord in any opportunity that you have yeah yeah so i that was i love that that's really Amen. good encouragement to yeah, think it, about and meditate on
1: yes for sure and it does take meditation and intention like that's not just going to happen just because we're living every day. You know what I mean? Like we have right. to be pur- we have to be purposeful.
0: Yes. Amen. I agree. Mm-hmm. How Okay, so that easily goes into my next question of how is the gospel also good for us as moms in our motherhood journey or in our day-to-day life as a mom? How does the gospel also apply to us and is good for our hearts?
1: Oh man, what I love and appreciate so much about the goodness of the gospel is that we never outgrow it. We never become too spiritually mature that we don't need the gospel every single day. We do. And Mm -hmm. while motherhood is a privilege, a gift, joyful, it's also challenging, as we know, because we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But one verse that I think about all the time is um, in Philippians chapter two, do nothing from selfish, selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. And that is talking about our kids, you know, others. But in in our lives right now, it's our kids. And, okay, what does that look like playing out? I mean, am I going to be uh, scrolling my phone and just totally unaware that there's an argument with my kids going on in the background? Or am I going to even do you know good things, like stay in the kitchen all day long because it makes me feel good to bake bread all day long? Meanwhile, I haven't made eye contact with my kids or had a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just constant heart checks mm-hmm. and constantly remembering that we have to be teaching the gospel to our kids. Um, and, you know, Jesus satisfies us he provides None. for us he has chosen us he changes us and we're so grateful mm-hmm. and out of that gratefulness we need to be diligent to teach our kids to know those same things to to know that the compassion that has been shown on us and we have to be present in their lives in order to teach these things Um, and so along with that comes humility, right? Like we have to be, you know, humble, um, to go to them when we mess up or to point out, oh man, I used to do this and, and now I don't praise God. Um, it's just constant conversation and, um, showing our kids what may seem obvious to us. Like, oh, I was really frustrated with you in that moment, but I didn't lose my cool and scream my head off at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, point oh yeah. Things out, point those things out, not to say, oh, bravo me, bravo me. It's just like, no, gosh, 10 years ago, I probably would have done that. Praise the Lord for his work in my life. And mm-hmm. that will probably go over their heads in the moment, but they will pick up on the pattern of God's faithfulness and forgiveness and love in our lives. And so Amen. we need to be pointing I, that out to them.
0: And maybe really quick, I can just jump in and say, like, I think that's huge, Carrie. Like you just, to me, like you hit the nail on the head of going to our children in humbleness. Like, because here's the thing, like, yes, we have been saved more than likely longer, right? Than our children. Um, And so we've heard the gospel longer. We've known the gospel longer, but that does not mean that we have reached perfection. Mm -hmm. And- I think that's so huge. You know, that's something that Jamie and I, we talk a lot about with our children. Like when dad and mom sin, which we do, we have to go to them and be like, hey, I, I sinned here. Like I didn't control my anger and I sinned in my anger against God and against you. And just showing them like, it's an opportunity to show them even you still need the Gospel, that reminder of like, okay, I have been brought from death to light, like to life. I no longer live there. I am alive in Christ and I have the power of the Holy Spirit in me to realize when I need to repent, to realize when you, when I need to ask for forgiveness, to receive that forgiveness, and to continue to press on. like
1: yeah. that's
0: huge as a mom and dad to do that for our children.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is and it's really important for them to see that we are constantly growing in the Lord and that's his work. You know that that's his mm-hmm. work but we don't want them to think that we have somehow arrived. And you know once you hit the ripe old age of 30 you move past the gospel in any way like we don't we we need it more than ever. Mm-hmm. Um and you know that mom guilt can bubble up um but those failures that we have as a mom make us so desperate for good news. So desperate for the good Amen. news. You know, and yes. it's like and our kids too, like their failures. Like yes. we have such an opportunity to show them forgiveness and love and grace yes. just like we have been shown. And that is how the gospel plays out in our life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's through compassion and, you know, forgiveness and, it's Amen. just, it's not a production, right? Like motherhood is not a production. This is for something to be shown on Instagram. It's how we live our lives. It's in the, it's in the moments when your hair is in a top knot, you have no makeup on, maybe you still have yes. your bathrobe on in the morning, and you're already <laughs> right in there. You're already right in there in the trenches. It's Amen. like it's those moments that yes, that add up. You know, it's it it's a life calling and, um. Yeah, I just think if we see if we see these um these years with our children and as seasons, right? Like as seasons. We're not going to be in those little years forever. We're not going to be in those mid years or the teen years forever. It gives us a perspective of whatever's happening in this moment is not the end all be all. It's a moment that we can seize the opportunity to point them to Christ.
0: Amen. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, on that topic, like um, I've talked a little bit about this on, on my Instagram too, about how, when these mo- when these opportunities arise, like you said, okay, I literally, it's hilarious that you said this. Cause I had this experience um, it was either today or yesterday. I was in the kitchen on my phone and my three kids were in the living room and they're playing and instant. I mean, just constant bickering, constant, like that's my house. No, that's my house. You can't be on here. <laughs> and there was a huge part of me that just wanted to be like, I'm it's, it's five o'clock. I'm done with this. Like, I want to check out. I'm so over this. Um, And it was like instant, like conviction of like, no, this is like, this is my job. My job is to go out there and be like, Hey, are we, are we loving one another right now? Are we loving others as ourselves right now? Um, You know? And so, it's in those moments, like you said, like you have to be able to listen to the Holy spirit and be like, okay, yes, I'm tired, but God is in with within me and he will help me go address this. And I need to follow through with it all the way, because if I don't, then it's going to pop up again and again and again, you know? Yeah. Um, yes,
1: mm-hmm. And
0: I just can't stop thinking about that. Like how as moms, When we're since we're usually around them the most, like we must seize the opportunity to talk about their sin and forgiveness and grace. Like we must in talk about those things with them. Otherwise, how will they ever know? Yes. The gospel. How will they ever know the gospel, the true gospel? And as they get older, they could be led astray because they don't know the true gospel. You know. Yes.
1: Yes. Right. Exactly. We cannot miss who is in our home. You know what I mean? Like meanwhile, Mm -hmm. like we're giving, we're giving money to the missionaries to go across the world and we're giving our money and our time to do all these other ministries. So important, not putting them down, but we cannot miss the ministry that's in our home day in and day out. Um, they're there. We, we have to, we have to talk to them about it. And I love what you said about the Holy spirit. Like he's our helper in these moments, like there's, there's no glamor in what we're doing, right? Like it doesn't feel like glamorous when I, you know, die to myself and and go disciple my kids. There's no, right. Yeah. There's no glamor in that. It's, it's hard work.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: we have the Holy spirit as our helper and we have Jesus praying for us. Um, like it says in John 17, he's praying for us, for his children. And we're not alone. Yes, we are not alone. And um, repentance for our own sins is a beautiful gift that we even have that opportunity and to Amen. keep pressing forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, that just gave me chills again, because I'm thinking like what you just said, absolutely, like that we have the opportunity to do that. We don't have to go sacrifice a lamb or yeah. a goat. We have the opportunity to the, to our father directly to be like, Lord, I'm sorry, you know? Yeah. And on that topic, like throwing this in there too, like um, what about the moments that, you know, uh, us as moms, like what about the moments that we are feeling like we have, we haven't done enough or like what? talk to me uh, about how can the gospel help in those moments when you, feel like maybe you're not, you haven't done enough or you are a failure. Like talk mm-hmm. me, like how, have you been there? And then how has the gospel like helped you through those hard moments? Cause we all will have moments like that.
1: Yes, for sure. I have been there and usually it's in the moments when I see sin bubble up in my kids' lives. And I think, why didn't I see this? Why didn't I see this coming? Why didn't I see this heart attitude a long time ago? Um, but i have a very high view of god's sovereignty and mm. i lean on him for their salvation and for their sanctification mm. and i need to do what i can do to disciple them and to love them and to point them toward him and i fail but my failing cannot thwart the plans of god amen yes That's yeah. what I'm talking and about yes yeah and so yeah. there is there's peace there. There's peace that their salvation does not rest upon my shoulders. I have a responsibility and I need to take that seriously. And um, as their parent, I am a leader. And so I need to be self-aware. I need to put effort into my own spiritual growth and be in the word and to be repenting. Um, But I am not responsible for their salvation. And while I will mess up, I cannot mess up the plans of God.
0: Amen. Wow. I'm kind of blown away. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like, amen, amen, amen. I mean, I hope and pray that, you know, the mamas that are listening that maybe right now feel like they have failed or feel, or like they're walking through a hard season. I hope you heard that loud and clear that yes, while we do need to take our responsibilities seriously, God is sovereign over all, and that is such a comfort and a peace, like he sees what we're doing for him, and he knows we're not going to get it done perfectly, yeah, um, and he's there, like he's there over it all, yeah, and I love that comforting thought. Thank you so much, Carrie, for answering that um okay, another question. How have you and your children personally been changed by the gospel? I'd love to hear. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness. That is just such a loaded question. Just I know.
0: <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm thinking like, I know that there's been a recent salvation in your home, right? Yeah,
1: yes. My five-year-old, my five-year-old. So I'd but love to hear. Yes. Okay. So, um, well, I'm not the same person because I truly was dead in my trespasses and sins. And now I've been yes. made alive because of Christ. And so I'm not the same person because of, Christ's finishing work on the cross. And so that plays out in my parenting because of my faith, you know, I'm everything I do is shaped by Christ's work on the cross. And um, while we just talked about how we fail, that is the overall view of how of our worldview of how we live our life and how we run our family. And so, yes, so I have um, three boys, like you mentioned, who are in those those getting older years, 15, 13, 11, then our five, our five-year-old daughter, Eden, she um, just, you know, we talk about the gospel all the time. And she said to me one day while she was climbing a tree, I was standing on the ground watching her. And she says, I'm the only one in our family not saved. I want to be a normal person. Oh my goodness. I was like, okay. I was like, well, you know, why don't you climb down here? Let's talk about it a little (laughs) bit more. And so I presented her with the gospel, which we had been talking about in depth Mm -hmm. for the previous, you know, few weeks. And oh, I mean, the Lord's work in her heart. She just understood it. Mm -hmm. She understood it. And, you know, when we were all done, um, I presented the gospel and I said, you know what, Eden? I said, why don't you just pray right now? Why don't you just tell God, you know, what you're thinking, what you're, what you're feeling and just call upon him. And she prayed a beautiful prayer and one that she did not repeat from me. It was, it was the Holy Spirit's work in her life. And a couple hours later I gave her my phone and um, I put it on video in selfie mode. And I said, Eden, why don't you go in the other room and just tell me what happened today? And that is a video that I will cherish for my whole life. She presented the gospel Ugh. in her own words at five years
0: old. was amazing. amazing.
1: It was. It was really amazing. And, um, you know, when they're that young, it's good. It's good. You know, we should affirm their faith
0: mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: and. I also watch for fruit in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I also watch for fruit in their lives, and I see that in my boys. There have been seasons in their life where I'm like, "Okay, Lord, show me some fruit in their life." We're going through a hard time here, and I'm seeing a lot of struggle and a not a not a lot of growth. Please show me fruit in their lives, and He has always been faithful to do that—to give me those, you know, those moments to hang on to. Of yes, I have them; they are mine, and um. Yeah, So we're just, I mean, we're, we're totally different because of the gospel.
0: Amen. Oh, wow. That is so awesome. And I love that. Like, I love that you ask to see fruit in their lives for that confirmation kind of thing, like during the hard times. Cause I mean, I have to admit, like even I've already, so our, our six year old, uh, Ezra, he also got saved at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I've always just kind of been like, Like, yes, I always affirmed it because I was with him when he prayed and it was totally him, like not Mm. me at all. Um, But then of course, like over the last couple of years, we've gone through some big stages and some really traumatic things. And so I'm I'm like, okay, but like, was that, was that real? And I'm like, no, like I have seen very clear evidence of even in my little six-year-old fruit that all on his own, all the Holy Spirit through him and and it, I love that, that thought of like, when you're in, when you're going through a hard season, or if there's like some doubt creeping in, like, just Lord, let me see some fruit and remind me, like, show me, um, you know, a piece of fruit there. And that's so awesome that he's been faithful in doing that for you. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. And I love that story about Eden. I remember seeing it and I was like, oh my goodness. Like, (laughs) what? I mean, I had tears streaming down my face because it is such a rejoiceful moment. Like, and you know, you have, like you said, you might might even have some people. Like, I remember I was nervous to tell people that Ezra and Zoe and Sophia got saved because Mm. they're young. And so Mm. like, I was kind of nervous because some people are like, oh, like, is that too young? Like, do they really understand? But I think there truly is an age for each child, like the Lord will get their heart at the age that he plans on getting their heart. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, having that high view of God's sovereignty is, is very comforting, very comforting. And, you know, down the road, if we were like, Hey, you know, they're kind of, I'm not sure again, you know, then he's still, he's still in control. Um, that's right. But you know, once saved, always saved is what is what the Bible teachers. And so, yeah, I mean, just yes. having that view of eternity and yes, their eternal souls. Like if we just can keep that in the forefront of our minds, like this yes. is not a child that is sinning to annoy me. This right. is a child that is, that has an eternal soul that the Lord has entrusted me To disciple, and they are a blessing.
0: Amen. Absolutely. I. That is. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) We are so. We are so like-minded for sure. And yes, (laughs) it's such an. It's so encouraging to talk to you um, about this and um, how precious our children's souls are, and and what a privilege it is that the Lord allows us to to be there to pour into them and just knowing like, you know, they're not our own, they're God's. And, but we get the privilege to teach and train them for as long as he sees fit for us. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And to see like the gospel, like come to fruition and like work in your, like the Lord work, the the gospel in your children's heart. Is it not like the most joyous thing ever?
1: Oh my goodness. It's the most amazing thing, just, you know, so undeserved, so unearned and just that he saw fit to save our families. Just, I mean, how can you even think about it without getting teary? It's just, I know. Oh, praise,
0: praise, praise. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been incredibly encouraging for me and I'm sure it will be for our listeners as well. And, um, I want to make sure that our list, my listeners can stay connected with you. So how can they find you on social media?
1: Yeah. So I'm mostly on Instagram, which is just my name, Carrie.happily. And, um, I'm actually going through a, what is the gospel series right now based on one of Paul Washer's books. And, um, so yeah, that's where I'll
0: be. Okay. Awesome. And I, is that how you started sharing like the gospel in different parts? Is that how it started? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I love it. I love Paul Washer. That's awesome. Yes. Okay. So you can find Carrie on Instagram and Carrie, I'm going to close out by praying and then we will be done. So Lord, we thank you for this time together. We pray for the listeners, Lord, the mamas um, that are listening. I pray that this message encourages them, Lord, and spurs them on. I pray for um, the mamas that are listening, their souls, if they don't know you as their savior, Lord, that they would come to know you as their savior. And for the children, their children, Lord, I pray over their children's um, souls, their lives, Lord, that you would do a work in their hearts. And we, like Carrie said many, many times, we trust and we rest in your sovereignty, Lord. And um, it is such a comfort to know that we cannot thwart your plans, that even when we mess up, Lord, you are there and you have grace and mercy and forgiveness for us and, um, and for our children. And Lord, I pray that us mamas would be diligent in teaching our children the gospel, Lord, teaching and showing them the gospel, Lord Jesus, that we would be diligent in this responsibility that you've given us. We thank you, Lord, for coming to this earth and giving your life on the cross and paying for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope you all have a wonderful day.